My name is Ricky, and I have three kids. Sometimes when I say it out loud, I still can't believe it. But I've come to realize that there's a power in saying things out loud, especially when it comes to motherhood. For example, let's normalize this. I'm one of those moms that can't wait to put their kids to bed at night, but won't stop staring at them when they finally fall asleep. I, like most mothers I know, have a bone to pick with gravity when it comes to my milk makers. From gloriously plump to a bunch of bananas. If you know, you know. Motherhood has had its way with my body, but it strengthened my heart, if that's even a thing. The fact of the matter is, stretching out like a balloon, surviving sleepless nights, facilitating online classes, and just being able to grow your heart 10 times its size is, let's admit, pretty badass. And that's what this podcast is all about. Welcome to Mother of Fact. When I had my first child, Calix, I was fortunate enough to be part of this radio talk show called The Mother Show. It was more than just a new project for me. It became a fascination, an invitation to partake in this incredibly crazy, rewarding journey called motherhood. I got to grow as a mom with my two co-hosts, Andy and Dell, and I know in my heart that it was magic when we all got together, pun intended. So wait now, what's this podcast? Oh, so I started a podcast. Is this really too early for a drink for you? I just had coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, I miss you. And now, right? Can, wait, can you hear me? Is this good quality, or you want a, you want a mic? You want a mic, right? Andy and Dell are my episode one, my pilot ep. We instantly pick up where we left off, like we always do, and talk about what it's like when moms switch to autopilot. I also engage them in a little game of never have I ever. So find out which one of us eats chips in the parking lot outside the grocery store and which one invents errands just to get out for a while. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. This is the pilot episode, Moms on Autopilot. Enjoy! Just to give us a little bit of entertainment during quarantine, right? Because... You know, this is, we're going on, what, two years of, of this pandemic. Um, we've been stuck at home for the most part. And I know that most of us are already running on autopilot. I know I am. In the morning sometimes, like, I don't even know what time it is or what day it is. And you just sort of go with emotions. Has it been the same for you guys? Del, you know, you just recently got out of COVID. Yeah, so it uh my youngest was the one who tested positive. But the um, the hard part was that uh when the first time we went to get ourselves tested cuz she had colds and I was like, "Hmm." And then the teacher <laughs> told me that she tested positive. The teacher? Yeah, the teacher. And so we all went to have me Parker and Harper went to get tested and everything was negative. Everything was negative. So I was like, oh, okay, then this must be just you know, changing of the seasons. Ganyan. And then I get a call from the county office saying, can you call us? And then, you know, you're on like, hey, uh, Harbor uh, and our records, Harper tested positive for COVID. But we had like two days that, of course, we, we, we were told we were negative. So I was exposed to it because I'm exposed to Harper. But anyway, so that's when it started. And uh, the thing got so real so fast. 
because Tyler and I are vaccinated. But of course, since the pandemic started, you know the virus from afar. And once it's in your home, no matter what you know, like, okay, so we're, we're uh, vaccinated. The kids are, have a really strong immunity against it. But the fear, the fear of, because you know what happens to people, vaccinated or not. And, and that's the thing that plays in your mama brain that can drive you crazy. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and that's, that's my story. I, I can imagine. Did, did, you, did you and Tyler get hit hard? Because you guys, like you mentioned, you're vaccinated. So the thing is, uh, so Harper got it and uh, Parker and then Cooper and then Tyler was the last one. Um, he just felt uh, in, at night, he just felt suddenly fatigued. Like he felt it. Like, I think this is it. But it was gone the next day. He would still feel like a little fatigued. But Nisha never um, made him lay in bed for a long time. Nothing like that at all. I didn't feel anything. And I don't know if it's also because I was taking care of everybody. Like around the clock, I had my vaporizer, nebulizer, saline, Vicks Vaporub, everything I had. I mean, I was just ready for it. And then I was administering all of these things at a specific time. Because COVID, so I have to know the day, the dosage. You know the drill, right, guys? <laughs> so I was, when you were, you were asking, was I on autopilot? It felt like it, like I was, I was, I was ready for war. I was warring against this virus, making sure I protected the family. And at night I couldn't sleep because I would wake up and check if the kids are breathing. You, you know that fear, right? <laughs> and I was, I was ready, ready, ready. And then Tyler got sick. And that's when I think I faced the ultimate fear. We've talked about this on The Mother Show years ago. Because I'm all alone here in the U.S. I have no family in Utah except for my husband. Something happens to him. I will have to carry the whole thing. And I don't work here. I'm not uh, competitive in the, in, the, in the workforce, right? It, it's not. So I, the fears that mothers <laughs> silently you know, burying their hearts. We never talk about it because we know it's that's the scary part. That all came out when COVID came, you know, entered my home and my I felt I saw my husband like really but it's just the mental load of the possibilities and uh hopefully I mean fortunately <laughs> I think I got really tired after everybody was okay then I could fall apart and I was, couldn't function for days. Did you get sick? <laughs> Physically sick? No way. And I don't know if it was adrenaline. I don't know oh. if it was just, you know, you know, as a mother. Well, after that, feel, after the whole well, bout. Yeah, well, and then our exit test, like, come in, have negative. That's so good I don't now. Know. Look at you. <laughs> right? Hold down the fort. I'm Wolverine, bitches. <laughs> you know what? Siguro, Siguro pumasok yung COVID sa system mo. Tapos sinabi mo, nope, bawal akong magkasakit. You better get the fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> bawal akong magkasakit. <laughs> yes, parang gano'n, I think. Oh my gosh. 
What about? Well, I'm so happy that you and your family are finally out of the woods, Del. Yeah, yeah. There's a sigh of relief, you know, that you're you 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 did it. You made it because you don't know. That's the fear of it that we don't know which part of the demographic you will fall under. Are you the one who's susceptible? Who will give in to the virus or are you the one who will kick it like nothing you know yeah it really is so scary and even now the bar they have so many news reports about vaccinated who are getting hospitalized and of course by the kids um but andy i want to know about how you have been on autopilot since the pandemic started how have you been um you know i think the last time that we were together was amelia was just a baby and you were like, oh, why was she walk now? And look at her now, <laughs> walking in fields. She's a grown woman. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How have you been doing? Well, I'm surviving, surviving every day. And you know, when Del was making cuento her story, like I could feel the fear. And 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 this is things that you keep and you hide because you know, you know, like you don't expect. You don't want COVID to enter your home. But then as a mom, you know, you know, you have all these thoughts and that, you know, that, that dwell in your head that you try to bury every day and try to survive and do autopilot. So when, Del, <laughs> seriously, when you, when you were making cuento, like my heart started beating so fast. You you know, it's real, I was like, Jen, it's real. <laughs> right? It's a freaking real, right? And and you're like, oh my gosh, because you know, parang we live we live in a bubble, right? And we're very careful. But then slowly things are opening up. Kids are starting to go out here in the Philippines, you know. And and then you hear stories like this that you can get it from your kids' friends, or you can get it from you know anywhere. So it's <laughs> real. Now now I feel like the fear is slowly <laughs> creeping back. <laughs> Which is good because sometimes you, you need this, right? You need it to protect your family. You need it to create still boundaries and, you know, I mean, it's the right kind real, of boundaries. No? But yeah, as you're asking, <laughs> um, it's getting real. And I guess it's nice to get shaken up once in a while that the stories are real and it happens to your close circles, diba. Right? Um, and not to be campante about it, but yeah, autopilot all Definitely. the way, two years Definitely, now. no. Um, I experienced a different kind of autopilot because my dad got COVID. Oh, no. And they're a completely different bubble from mine. And so, mm. you know, you want mm. your best to be there and to help nurse him. You know what I mean? To like just see him because, again, my dad is not young. He is um, in his mid-60s. He has hypertension. He's vaccinated, uh, but still, right? Um, and he lives with my mom, who just got operated on. Um, she had her uh, breast surgery, and so, you know, I was I was worrying from here. But while I was worrying, I was also facilitating yep. online distance learning and singing all of these happy <laughs> yes. songs, and you know, trying to make sure everybody's happy. Well. Inside, yeah. inside, right? I'm dying. I'm like, what's happening? Why is this happening? But you can't show that because you're a mom and you need to be on autopilot. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it, it's it's been really stressful. But I figured, you know, now I'll bring up the first never have I ever question for for all of us moms in this chat group. Del Andy, never have I ever 
Never have I ever Googled your kid's symptoms before consulting with a doctor. No. You've never? Wala pa naman Wala pa naman kasi ganun kalala. Ano lang, mga cold, ganun. What? <laughs> ah, okay, okay, okay. Ako parang months pa lang silang buhay. Nag-Google na ako. Hiccups for 30 minutes. Oh, I Is see. this normal? Ah, ganun. Rashes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dano <laughs> na yung breathing pattern when they sleep. Diba? Sometimes when they're so young. <laughs> sometimes they don't breathe for maybe three seconds. You're like, is this normal? How's their oh, heart? Oh, I don't know. Why I can't believe you haven't Googled them. Maybe that's something I should do. Because I don't know how to do it. Very nice. Very nice. Well, <laughs> I'm I'm glad to know that I'm not alone <laughs> and that Andy also Googles. <laughs> But that is the worst yeah. way, though, to get so preening, right? It's to Google. Yes. It's mm-hmm. to Google. Every every little thing, like, parang, why does my kid have, like, a red in their mm. eye or a rash? Mm. Or, you know, why are they not breathing properly? Like, for me, everything that I feel like there's something wrong, like... Doctor Google, that's yeah, guys don't and do then, that. And then, I know, don't do that. And sometimes my doctors like stop. Oh, because <laughs> you're you're, but you're making yourself crazy. Yeah. you get the symptoms, you see the sickness, and then you go to your doctor. Doc, is it this one or this one or this one? <laughs> Tamang Sabi kasi sa Google, <laughs> may diagnosis na yung nanay. <laughs> Web Med, Web MD, uh, Oh my yeah, God! Yeah, yeah, mga pet peeve mga doctors, di ba? Insane sila. <laughs> Sa Google na naman yan. Is that like uh, the fake news of the medical world, the internet? Well, it's it's a combination, I think, of moms who are hyper aware. This is what we. I think this is the thing that makes motherhood. One of the reasons why motherhood is hard is that you're so hyper aware of the things that threaten your children, whether that's physical, mm-hmm. mental, emotional. We're waiting. I'm in danger coming from, right? Yeah. And, and that's where you're always looking at something strong here. Oh, perfect exam. I feel like sometimes we're always on and we do need a couple of moments that were off you know what i mean oh yeah definitely definitely and sometimes like i feel like during emergency situations google is the easiest way to go <laughs> <laughs> no no it's, it's true. True. like okay for for example uh there was a time that amelia like amelia had a amelia had a bead stuck up her nose oh my gosh i remember this So she was crying, and then all of a sudden, there was uh, she had sipon, and then it was going like her sipon was like going down, deba. It was um dripping, and then all of a sudden there was this blue thing in her nose popping out, and then she sucked it back in, <laughs> and then I was like, "What in the world is that? Right? What is this blue thing?" And then Mayaya was saying, "You know what, Mom? Kaya pala she was um she was picking her nose for days already." So I checked her nose and I was like, what the hell is that? There was a freaking bead in her nose, up her nose. And I didn't know what to do, right? So I said, mom, what am I going to do? Am I going to pick it? Am I going to rush to the ER? Am I going to, you know, 
maybe like um try try to make her blow her nose or suck, suck it, it right yeah. so i so i googled everything because i was trying to call my doctor and he wasn't answering what did you do so i googled it huh? i googled it and buti na lang um in google they were saying there's this you know the paper clip right so you open the paper clip and then you make a hook out of it and then you scoop it out with a paper clip smart right and then after i did that that's when my doctor answered thanks doc i was like doc it's done (laughs) it's done (laughs) yeah no thanks (laughs) thanks for nothing oh my gosh andy Yeah. So Del, you said you've never let your kids play so that you could get peace and quiet. Pero hindi kasi ako mataas sa ano eh sa cleanliness and organization in my house. So not a big deal. So okay lang. Okay. 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 Andy. Well, for me, especially in the afternoon, like you want to relax, right? So, so I open, like maybe I drink a can of beer or I drink a, like a glass of wine. And then there your kids are like, Ma, that's play, that's play. I'd be like, okay, get the Play-Doh, get the paint, right? Or like make kalat outside, it's okay. But sometimes like the worst part is like when you're drinking or you're enjoying your peace and quiet, you're like, play with me. heartbroken <laughs> <laughs> ka. <laughs> Uh, say no but but of course you still play and you still do it but it, it somehow like there's like a five minute gap that you can yeah, enjoy totally i Mm-mm. i i also sort of do it all the time and if there's one thing that i learned from the mother show from all of our guests there it's that you're allowed to make a safe space for them to make the mess right? like it's all about mm-hmm. i think we learned this from ano, trina payata diy corporate mom to make the space like and there's a space where they can do their gulo. <laughs> oh, oh, na okay uh, love. Kasi okay that's also how you teach them is it called independent play? Yung hindi puro ikaw, hindi ikaw puro nagse-set up and stuff. Yung uh-uh. unstructured right? play. Mhm. Yeah. Oh, I think, you know, I'm guilty of that too. Again, Delamar, a, a different yeah. breed of mom. <laughs> Never. I know. I know. No, that's probably not it. That's probably not it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I sometimes because you need to turn off mom, mommy, mommy mode, mode. <laughs> oh, and just turn on Andy mode, Ricky, Ricky mode, Andy, Del. Del mode, diba? <laughs> Which leads me to my next question. Never have I ever spent more time on the toilet than I needed to in order to have a break. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, excuse me, guys. I'm just going to make poo-poo. Hi, you just behave here. <laughs> 30 minutes after. <laughs> 30 minutes after. Wala pa. Netflix episode, Every day. It's the last sanctuary of a mother, right? Last. Or you think, because it doesn't work. They just barge in. Even when I'm doing number two, they kind of don't care. Yes. When you have your period, you know, mm-hmm. it gets so weird that, <laughs> you know, that, sorry, but it, it's TMI. But 
you know that feeling when you were still dalaga and the hat was like, no, I have to do it this way. Nobody can enter. When you become a mom, you throw all of those rules out and you just try to get by. Okay? <laughs> That's all I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get by. So if hiding <laughs> in the toilet is my strategy for the hour, I will take it. I I grew up with my aunties and my my cousins, and I always noticed that one of them, my auntie Pam, she would have, she would spend like hours inside her her bathroom, and her bathroom had like all her makeup, shelves of you know little notebooks and little pens, and I could just never understand why she would take so long inside. Right? She was just, wala naman siyang hindi naman naliligo, hindi naman toilet. And then I texted her when I became a mom, and I was like, Auntie Pam, I understand. <laughs> the mystery is revealed. <laughs> that the bathroom really is, it's the last, right? Yeah. It's the last safe haven. <laughs> can, I ju- can I tell you one of my friends? Her, his sister has a TV in her bathroom. She has like a little reading wow. nook and like a little... You know, rounded sofa, ganyan. And it's really, it's like her living room. Bathroom. Good idea. Ayan na si Andy, na siya. That's a good idea. Babakbak na yun, mamaya na pa din. Oo. Sabihin niya kay GP, do we need this wall? <laughs> can, it, can the wall support a TV? Oo. Is this a no, bear, ano, bear, ano, weight-bearing wall ba ito? <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. But me, you know what? It's it's not the bathroom for me. Because mm-hmm. oh. CGP, he takes he takes the bathroom. Sometimes he spends one hour in the bathroom. That's his thing. Oh. But for me, but for me, like I just want to be quick in the bathroom because, like Del said, like my kids are always with me. Sometimes when you're you know you're pooping or you're taking a bath, they just barge mm-hmm. in, diba? And they're just there waiting for you. So me, what I do, diba? And me, what I do is I I drive. Oh. Oh. I take the mm. car and I drive. And, you know, I just play my music Uh-oh. or sometimes there's no music. But I'm just to like, get away. Ibang klase. <laughs> Ibang klase yung drive. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I, yeah. I have to admit. Um, drive alone. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yung, yung walang Disney songs na nagpa-play sa mm-hmm. background. Or... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, or like yung mga EDM oh, na dapat sinasayo sa club. You know? <laughs> Oh, I'm like a G6, like a G6, diba? Oh my oh. god! <laughs> wow, like a G6. Yes. Never Basta. have I ever invented an errand just to get away. <laughs> I kailangan ng diapers, pero hindi kailangan ng diapers. Gusto ko lang I, I can't do that here. Because we don't have And I think that's the bulk of why I'm... I just put it to rest. I mm. have to be with my kids and there's no more boundaries mm. and, until a certain age. Because I think my yes. kids are coming up to that age where I can already, little by little, regain my, you know, my, my ground. <laughs> uh, and then as they get older, the more ground you cover. So... I'm just, I'm making peace with it. And also, this very thing that I resent will be the very thing I will miss someday. So, 
sabi ko, sige na, tiisin mo kasi this is the, the stuff that will make you, you know, pine for the old days. So, love that yeah. mindset. When they don't need Uh-oh. you anymore. Bye! Uh-oh. Did we learn that from ano? Did we learn that from yeah the mo- Jenny, Jenny, Jenny the Jenny yeah. the Jenny episode? Yes, when she said that she gave herself this ten years of you know full blown mothering, and then after that, yeah, galing no all of these learnings. I love that we're able to apply it in our everyday lives. Andy, have you done that? Ran errands many times. Errands like today, I was. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I haven't gone. I haven't gone to the mall in a long time. So I was saying to myself, "Hmm, I think the kids don't have enough sports activities." Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, maybe I should buy like a ball." You know, I've delivered the man. I was just like, I just need to get away sports. or like buy something physically. Retail <laughs> therapy. Oh, oh, eh, no. Pero iba pa rin yung. Iba pa rin yung nandun kay, kaysa sa, you just buy it on your phone, right? The window shopping of it all. The window shopping of it all. And it, and it's not just an errand sometimes. Sometimes I'd make up that, you know, I'd make things up like that I had work when I just wanted me time. <laughs> Let's oh hope they God, don't listen to this podcast. Never have I ever. Okay. <laughs> Okay, never have I ever this is interesting. Been away from my kid overnight. I have kids, right? All of them. Andy, I know that this was a problem with you when we were doing the mother show. <laughs> oh, Me yeah. And they were like, you should go. You should go. Oh, but I don't want to go. <laughs> never up to now. I know, right? But would you if 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 Kaya, if travel yeah. <laughs> now, yes. Oh, after the pandemic. Sure, anytime I can leave them. Yeah, right? Or I want to enjoy my husband without my kids. I want to enjoy my husband. I Big statement, huh? Oh, big statement. <laughs> no, uh, well, however you want to mm. put it. But <laughs> yeah, I totally understand. <laughs> Totally understand. <laughs> Don't you think it's like I feel like marriages they were put to the test in the pandemic. Nobody's supposed to spend this much amount of time with you know what I mean? Like, or I think maybe we were so used to like pre-pandemic times where you could still, you know, get away and build yourself and then come back to the same person, the other person does the same. But now that you're with one partner. And you have to stay home. It it it's a challenge, but it also sort of leveled up the relationship, if you know what I mean. It could go both ways. Either oh, it levels no? it up or it destroys yeah. it altogether. Yes. True. I think because I take this from Dave Chappelle when he was interviewed by David Letterman, and he talked about how. It's as if we were given the chance to look around our house to see if everything in it is exactly what we want, including relationships, including your furniture, including kung the things that are in your sanctuary. Because that day we had so much time outside of the home, we may not have really focused on a certain area or examined a certain relationship or interaction. 
But now that lockdown, that's all the space you get. Now you're forced to see, do you really like this guy you married? <laughs> Is this really how you want to parent your kids? Is this really what where the that stupid plant should go? And it puts that to the test. And even in your relationship, I know in my relationship, there was a, and it wasn't just the pandemic. It was also the pressure of moving and me changing because uh, part of moving away from the Philippines was re- I had to face the question of who are you? Because I thought I was the girl on the radio. Because you do that for 20-something years and you think that's you. Take it away. Who are you? And it sounds easy, but it's not. And so that put pressure on my relationship and then the pandemic. And you really have to understand now. For me, I love the idea that come face to face with your life and everything in it. Is, is, is this what you want? Is this the interaction? Is this the kind of relationship? And for one year going on two years, I'm constantly looking at my life and seeing if this is the thing. Is this where we want to be? And it's great. I, I find that it's a good thing to ask. I love that. I love that. Andy, do you have any thoughts? Wait, malalim yun Wait, okay. So now that we're in the topic of like, you know, partnership, partnership marriage. in a pandemic, oh. marriage in, a, in, in, in the pandemic, um, oh my God. you know, oh. you, you made a vow in, in good oh. times and in bad. And it's something that you stick with because that's what a marriage is, right? You can't really back out. Well, not here in the Philippines, at least because divorce is isn't legal here but you can't back out it's you're supposed to stick through it right and one of the tough things that i encountered in the pandemic was having my husband home 24 7 because that's not and and the kids as well because you're taking care of all of these people 24 7 oh yes and yeah and you know it i like what you said Dell. that you know you sort of take a take a step back and and observe where your life is at and you know make a mental Make a mental like note on what you should change, what you really like. And that's what I did with my husband. And I found out that, you know, I had been mothering for the past five years that I could have been, in most cases, like a, a better wife, but I wasn't because I was too tired. And thus another baby. <laughs> thus another baby. <laughs> no, but. But if you and, you know, we keep saying this in the mother show is that you really also have to take care of that partnership because that's the foundation. And you just get so caught up in the one kid and the two kid and the three kids and the responsibilities and the diapers and the that you forget that you have to be a good partner, that you have to be a good wife and that that is the foundation of the relationship. And yeah, that's one of the things that really got me in this pandemic i think for me it was um like in the first few months when the lockdown happened like gp was depressed and i could see it and he wouldn't spend so much time with us sometimes he'd lock himself in the room and then it took me like a lot of courage to really you know sit down and talk to him 
because he you know you know guys don't like talking about this stuff they don't like opening up diba? so so i had to get him in the right place in this right mood at the right time to really talk to him so when i did and he was he just opened up and he was saying you know it's not easy for a guy because you know girls are always home they manage stuff they take care of stuff so this is something that they're used to it's just that you know they're especially like um stay-at-home moms like us you know we're it's something that you know we're just at home and um not not a lot has changed but for a guy to be able to spend the whole day at home when they're supposed to be out eight to five you know this is like a big transition for them and then you know a lot of people also um lost their jobs you know weren't earning for a while and couldn't provide for the family so all of this stress was you know in his head so it was a good talk that I was able to understand how he was feeling. Because it was always like, you don't spend time with me. Why are you being distant? Why why like this? Why it's always me about always asking about, you know, about me, concerned about myself. But then I started reaching out to him. I said, maybe, you know, maybe there's something else. And maybe I'm not the problem. Maybe it's something he's going through. Because, you know, it's different. Men think differently. And I just wanted to get in his head and understand also that, you know, as much as we're doing so many things, a man also is going through yeah. a lot. That's true. That's true. Especially, like, just really quickly last. Like, Martin was so used to playing basketball once a week with his friends. And then COVID happened. And it just completely, like, that socialization. But one week meant so much to him. You know, playing a sport with his friends. Mm-hmm. Right? Um and we used to have fights about that when we were still dating. Now, basketball, kind of basketball. What about me? Yung mga ganyan, yung mga, I'll spend time uh-uh. with but you know, you realize when you get old that this is their me time. How important our toilet time is, the bar, our fifteen minutes to the grocery, eating Doritos in the car. That is their me time. It's the socializing with other boys, playing the sport that they like. And I really told him during the pandemic, I'm really sorry that that you can't play basketball. Like, really, mm-hmm. I'm so sorry that you can't play basketball and that you can't go out there and, you know, be with your friends. I wish that there was a substitute for that. But, you know, right now, there's, there's really not. So it's really tough. It's really tough. Mm-hmm. It is so tough. Okay, um, before, we, before I let you guys go, because I know that <laughs> your time is almost up and you need to go back to your children. Oh, I miss um, never. you. I'm just happy to talk to you, girl. No. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Never have I ever found yourself using a phrase you used to hate your own parents using on you. So never have I ever used a phrase that your parents once used on you, but you used it yourself. My mom used to have this thing that she would say, um, not all Delamar wants, Delamar gets. She used to say that. And it bugged the heck out of me. Only because as a kid, uh, I was very shy, very withdrawn. And I almost never asked for what I want. So, yung paminsan-minsan humihingi ako, I felt like, but I, I don't ask. Um, for a lot of things. So when she would say, when I say something like, Mom, I can I have this? No, not all Delamar wants, Delamar gets. I, deep down, I'm having a rebellious um, 
rebellious feelings. Kasi parang, I know I'm not gonna get all I want, but I want this one. Why can't I get this one? <laughs> you know? <clears throat> but then I realized that in so many heartbreaks that I had as a single girl, when I really, really wanted the guy, I kept my mom's voice always with the would always parang I'd hear it on rewind uh, on replay repeat not all Delamar wants Delamar gets and it got me through those moments and I know my children are probably going to hate me for saying it but I don't care because I'm thinking I'm playing the long game you're going to hate me now you're going to resent this but when you're faced with life and there are things you don't get that promotion that approval from your peers um the car you always wanted, whatever it is, that somehow you kind of, they, they say the same thing to themselves. Not all Cooper wants, Cooper gets. And that you kind of understand that, okay, life is giving me a no. And I have to learn to accept it. If I can't change it, I must learn to accept it. So, yon, I hope I'm going to use it. I use it on my kids. Wala pa naman silang mga violent But I'm sure they will. I love that. I love that. So you have used it. Andy? Actually, a lot. But one thing um, that keeps coming back, uh, what my mom keeps telling me is, you'll never know until you become a mom. And I've been using that already. Already? Sick. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Olivia thinks so differently she thinks like a 16 year old so her questions about life are so different and parang, i can't just say don't do this because this will happen i need a whole explanation for her you know i have to present it in a very different way Hindi pwede yung storytelling i need to fully explain it and sometimes i always use I always say, you'll never know until you go. <laughs> or, you know, you'll never know how hard it is. Because she's also very emotional like me. And we have a lot of emotional, like, you know, discussions. So you go like, mom, you've hurt me. Like, you hurt me too. You'll never no. know. <laughs> you know, so things like that. So I've been, I don't know. I never thought that I would use that phrase. That, that phrase. And every time my mom would use it before, I'd be so irritated. I'm like, yeah, but mom, I'm not a mom yet. <laughs> how would I know? But now. I totally get it. I I I love that you're using it <laughs> on Ollie now. <laughs> Already, so early. You just wait until you become a mom. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, because I have two girls, right? Yeah, I think it, you remember. You guys know the song "Both Sides" now by who is it? Is it Carol King? Mm. Uh, no. I look at life from both sides now. That's this. That's the line in the song, and that's where we are right now because there was a time when all we knew was the role of a kid now that you've switched from kid to parent you see both sides and that's why when you become a parent you 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 will hear this often as soon as a baby is born the parent is somehow reminded or at least they realize how much their parents love them because you're experiencing the love you have for your child. And so you're thinking, my mom must have felt this. My, my dad must have felt this about me. How could they have raised me? And what hell did I give them? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. All of us here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> We're Hellraisers on this oh, show. Yeah. Exactly. Iba-iba lang tayo ng, ng trip. Pero I'm sure we all went through that, right? Oh, girls. I really do miss the weekly catch-ups that we have. But I just want to say so much thank you for guesting on the pilot episode of my podcast. I do hope that I get you again soon. Um, I really like how we are uh, right now, different points Together. in our lives. And I'm, and I'm so proud of you guys. Yes. Um, you know, you're holding it down, holding down the fort. You're thriving. And yeah, I just can't wait for things to go back to normal soon. Well, congratulations on the podcast. Thanks, Del. Uh, both mm-hmm. both podcasts, the one with Susie and this one on your yeah. own on parenting. Yes, congrats. Because it seems to serve the sides of you, right? The the one with with Tin is more like the single you, right? It, it's that girl, the girlfriend kind of thing. But then the yeah. parenting brings out the mother in you. And we all now know that women have so many facets and they're so strong. And Thank you for, for this moment where you invited us. I really miss our conversation because we all come from different points of view and religion. And, mm-hmm. and But somehow when we talk, we find so much common ground in our parenting styles and the way we yeah. look at life that it gives me comfort that I'm not alone. I'm not weird that <laughs> other moms, you know, <laughs> uh, who I feel have it together, like Andy and you, Ricky, I feel like you guys have it locked down, this whole motherhood thing. So to hear that you have these doubts, these you know, moments where you just freak out, just want to run away, pero alam mo, hindi ka makakarun away, yung run away mo hanggang 10 minutes lang. So it's giving, but I love that I hear that from you because I know you guys. And so I don't feel as guilty with all my reactions with my kids because it seems it's pretty normal. So I hope this comes yes. out that your podcast helps a lot of parents out there. I know. So. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats, Ricky. You know, like, like just, talking to you guys make I, I don't know makes me feel so much better like Delga was saying like you don't feel alone and I and when people listen to this I hope that they feel the same you know that you know like we're all going through motherhood all together autopilot autopilot you know <laughs> on autopilot I, I know but I'm so happy thank you, you Andy and Del and I know that a lot of moms who are listening you know they've all they've probably never turned off their off button ever since the pandemic started and that's totally fine. But, you know, the fact of the mother is, <laughs> the, fa- <laughs> the fact of the matter is, <laughs> you, can't, you can't be on all the time. And I guess that's what, what, we, what I really want to get across is that you can't be on all the time. And it's okay to switch off for a, for a few minutes, you know, a few hours, how, take however long you must. But to just get back and be a better you is what's most important. Thanks, guys, for taking the time to turn off and to just, you know, vibe with me for the last hour. Super, super thank you. Hey, I would love to hear from you. Click the link on the podcast description to send me a voice message and you might just get featured on the show. Have a special guest in mind for Mother of Fact? I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just look me up. It's at Ricky Flo. 